Welcome to the It's All Fine and Danji podcast, where hosts Dan and Angie talk with creatives, small business owners, charities, and all kinds of interesting people. It's all real talk. It's all fine and dangy. That's a commercial. Welcome, guys. Thank you Grace so much. Here. Oh, oh, wait. The book is here. Never mind. The book no, no, is no, no, here. No, 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 no. We could put this on. The book is here. Mary's going to go get the book. Here. So, oh, Danny, have you seen the book? I have seen the book. Okay, we're here to talk about the book tonight, and I'm telling you right now, you have seen the book. I have seen we the book. We have seen the book at the oh, gallery. Briefly. Very oh, briefly. You saw the book. Very it's briefly. It's beautiful. Oh, we didn't ruin anything. We, we oh, thumbed God. through it very briefly, but, yes. you know. Okay. We want to get into all of that. But that's the thing. We don't like, when we're doing an interview, we don't like to ruin it. So we do a little bit of research, but we want to be surprised, like literally surprised when we talk about something. You know, some interviewers, they do so much research, they know everything before you get there. There's no surprises. I want some surprises. Yeah. And you you know, know? I I don't want to ask you a question I already know the answer to. So we're, and you know, I want to, I want. Yeah, but you might want your listeners. I do. I do. But that's also kind of why we're going to ask the questions. And as you answer, and we learn, they're going to learn too. Okay, so it's a cool. super interesting story. They're, they're but on this. Cool. They're they're in this interview with us. Is basically how it works. Yeah, this yeah. is cool. So before so, before we get into the book, though, can you can you? There it is. There there it is. The There's the book. There's the book. <laughs> oh, let me. There is. The you know, book. Se- setting the stage, I guess, for the conversation. But before we get into the book and what it is, All right. I would like for you to maybe tell us and our audience <laughs> a little bit about Gallery Zero in general. Oh, wow. Okay. I wasn't prepared for that. I know. Well, let me try. Listen, me this try. is your business, so okay, you better let me, be. <laughs> let me let me try to talk a little bit about Gallery Zero. So, uh, you know, and you all you all know who I am and you know the backstory. So We do, I'm, yes. And I'm and I am going to share this for your listeners. Sure. Um, Wakaiva Island is a pretty incredible place. It's been a passion of our families forever. Uh, and part of our passion has always been art. And, you know, so when we, when we start, when I started and I dreamt up, uh, you know, the Wakaiva Island mojo and what it was going to be, we talked, I think we talked about this the last time. We may have, and just for our audience, you know, I think Bill and Mary Weinog here from Wakaiva Island were episode number 17. 17? We were 17. 17. Yes, very early on. We're almost 150 episodes now. So, yeah, you guys were were early guests, and we really appreciate that. But, you know, Wakaiva Island, for those of you that haven't been listening or haven't heard us talk about it on the show. I'm sure they have. You probably have. (laughs) But it's a, a restaurant. Well, I guess it's a bar. It's a place where you can get food. You can rent kayaks. It's right on the river, on the Wakaiva River. It's uh, family friendly, environmentally and, friendly. And, yeah, environment, and it's just amazing. I mean, you can go there for the day. You can start on the other end of the river and end there. It's um, you know, there's a volleyball net. We can go on forever, but there's so much to do there. And you guys built that place up. You know, I grew up here, and I saw that place change from hand to hand, and be a restaurant, and then be a broken down little fish camp. And you have transformed that land into yeah. something that it, you should be proud of, but I think also something that the community just flocks to. 
So, so I just wanted to kind of set the stage on what that is before you talk about Gallery Zero because it's at Weekiva Island. Well, and so I wanted to, so that's a good back, that's a good backdrop. So there's, and thank you very, very, very sure, much. Yeah, of course. It is so cool. And we are so very, very proud of the place. And, you know, our family is so into this thing and what it's all about and, and what we stand for. But when and, you say art was an uh, integral piece of Wakaiva Island to begin with, th- let's talk about that for a second. Okay, and that's where I was going to start. So we Wakaiva Island has three, what we call our three pillars. Everything we do revolves around three things, okay? And that's uh, one is, one of those pillars is art. And we have, uh, you know, the Wakaiva paint out there every year. Mm-hmm. You know, we from, from the Wakaiva paint out, we started the New Smyrna Beach paint out, and we... We kind of built that up to what it is. And by the way, that is happening this weekend right now. That's kind of cool. Oh, nice. That's where the artists come out and they paint along paint, the shore of the river yep, and yep. paint nature. And Sometimes yep. they'll go down the river yep. in a canoe. Well, this is New Smyrna Beach she's talking about. Oh, New Smyrna's happening. Oh, well, weekend. so oh, okay. both. both. Same, yes. same, same thing. Same thing. There are plenty of paint outs. It's but a yes. French movement. And it's, cool. Beach. it's cool. And it's some of the parks. Gotcha. On Flagler, you know, on Canal. And yeah. the same thing for the Wakaiva paint out. So... Um, you know, we we started doing that the day we bought the place. We had that event every year. So you art, had this vision in your mind before art, you even opened. Art is one of our pillars, and we and if you go down there, we have Lyman Whitaker sculptures. We we believe in art. Now the gallery wasn't open yet when we started. Right. Okay. So you said gallery zero. It's a long story. So, but one of our pillars is art. And then um, another pillar is sustainability. So in our sustainability pillar, um, you know, we uh, are all about driven to be carbon neutral. We are what's called the, and if you guys want to Google this, look up, um, you know, the 2030 challenge. The 2030 challenge is all about trying to become carbon neutral by the year 2030, which is right around the corner now. It's not far away. When, when we adopted it 14 years ago, yes. it was not around the corner. Oh, this is but, reminiscent of our first interview now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so now sustainability and trying to become carbon neutral, uh, you know, it's a challenge. There's a lot of work in that. So I actually developed, I call it my toolbox and I've actually trademarked this word, this acronym called CERO, C-E-R-O. CERO is zero in Spanish, of course, for mm-hmm. you guys that speak Spanish. Um, but it also stands for, in my world, conservation, efficiency, renewables, and offsets. Now, I remember this from yep, the first yep, talk. Yep. yep. So this is, and this is, get this is, this is CERO. This is our toolbox to become carbon neutral, one of our pillars, sustainability. Yeah. And the last pillar is learning. We have a classroom and all that. But now you ask about Gallery Zero. Yeah. Gallery Zero, obviously, Zero. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gallery, obviously, art pillar. Mixing so those two things we, together. We, I love we it. We pulled those two things together. Learning, we do, t- you know, we have artists come every month. We have an artist comes out and we do wine paint events and we so everything we do revolves around those three things so and these are really passions of yours so in in incorporating these passions into your business it makes it enjoyable to run the business oh it makes the and and here's the thing i believe 
a business with purpose is a business that is going to do well. Yeah. If you Love don't that. have if you don't have a real mission and a real purpose, mm-hmm. then you might do okay, but you're just going to you're just going to trudge along. Yeah, yeah if course. you're just but trying to make money, right? When, when you have a purpose and you have true meaning as a business with true goals, you're going to do good. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. And if you're not doing good, guess what? You're doing good anyway. Yeah. So it's good. Well, yes, but but I think true. to mm-hmm. maybe piggyback on what both of you just said, if your mission as a business is also, in a way, I don't want to sound too corny here, but it's a very pure mission in terms of trying to, you know, be more green, become carbon neutral, um, promote the arts. All of this stuff is non-arguably positive stuff. Yep. So... Yep. So I think that ties into what you're saying too. Like if your mission is for the betterment of everyone truly, then yeah, you know, I agree with you. You're going to be very successful. So our, our mission is all about the planet, but yep. it really, it really drills down to a very, very local, real deep story. When we start talking about environmental impacts and yeah. the river and all that stuff, my God, that's another one. Yeah, yeah. I think the last time we got together, yeah, we, we, got did, we said we that. were going to talk. No, we said we were going to talk about More. the river yeah. and do a deal on the river. And well, see, I would, we need to hold, do a whole nother one on um, Seminole. Keep, keep Seminole beautiful. beautiful. That's yeah. the river. Let's, so, let's do that. Let's plan on it. And you know, I don't. And then Mary has to talk more instead of sitting over there just being all little cute and quiet. She is cute and quiet, but that's <laughs> that's her job. You know, he doesn't like me to speak up, but I, oh, stop I, it! I get in trouble. Oh. oh no, no, no! <laughs> so not true. Quiet woman. It's not true. I like when Dan says that sometimes. Oh, okay. Quiet woman. <laughs> you, you like that wife? Sure. Yeah. Sure. But, but when you first opened Wekaiba Island, was the intention always to make that second floor an art gallery, or was that born later? Okay. So we always wanted to, we always wanted art as a pillar. You know, many many years ago, we had a, a horrific event happen when there was a when there was the a fire. fire. Mm-hmm. And Last then week when, was the seventh we were, anniversary. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Don't keep track of that stuff. She well, does. We, we opened the day that we closed. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, for Car- the storm. Okay. For Carrie the storm. was like, "Oh my god, this is ironic <gasps> because we this is the day of the fire and." We that closed was an because of the of so we've seven, been, seven so, years ago, and that was the day we opened. Shitty, okay, shitty okay. deal, shitty deal. We just been closed for two weeks for Ian, but yeah. God bless our brothers from South Florida who didn't. You know, we just got closed down because we were underwater. Yeah, now, yeah you know, they're really no, underwater. Yeah, they're, no, they're they're gone. They're yeah. they're mm-hmm. they're hurting, and God bless them, and we pray for them all the sure. time. And I feel blessed that we were only shut down for a couple of weeks. Because we're flooded, mm-hmm. you know it's still water still high right now, but it's 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 beautiful again. Our staff has just busted their butts and made it oh, beautiful. Yeah. They it always back. are busting yeah. their butts. Down okay, there. so now where were we? So we were... I was asking about you know tell us what Gallery Zero oh, is because you. you know it's a direct tie into this book. I really want to talk about. We really yeah. want to get into. But the gallery was not. A, I don't think it was necessarily a vision when mm. we purchased the place. When the bar burnt down, we couldn't expand our footprint, but they let us go up. Yeah. Oh. So, okay. Okay. So that's so, where maybe the idea started. And, and well, in the middle fruition. of in the middle of that, the county allowed us to build a second floor, 
And long story, long story short, that is where we said we were going to have an art gallery up there. Really because we couldn't expand our footprint. We couldn't do this, but we, we, we were allowed to do something good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and the gallery is something that's community good and community awesome. So the county said, okay, it could be an art gallery. And, you know, I mean, there's, it, this, this is a, this is a 10 hour story. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just said it. So, yeah. but I love, you know, so. what I love about it is that your, your, your passion is why you did it. But as far as, and I know you guys and, you know, we're like family, but even as like an outsider, sort of just a, a, a consumer or just to come into the restaurant or the, I keep calling it a restaurant, but calling to come into a guy Island to the bar or whatever, things like that also sort of add a, a certain layer to Wekaiva Island that yeah. s- changes the level of what it is. I mean, we loved coming there anyway, but now you can go to an art gallery while you're there. Oh, and it's, a, it's like... It, it's it a, adds that level of sophistication. Yeah. So you have the wine bar. You do have the art kind of spread throughout yeah. the island, it's which just... It just... You There's have like different such vibes a, in different areas. Yeah, and you have such a eclectic group of people that come too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... It's always nice to kind of mesh that together, you know, different backgrounds and, you know, education levels, income, whatever it is to mesh those people together through a common place, you know, gathering place. And it it is an absolute melting pot when we come there. We love that, too. You know, I've run into old friends from Apopka. And then you've got the crowd that's there for the wine bar. And then you've got people that are there for the art. So it's. And we do. And part of art is, you know, one of our, one of our pillars, art is music. Of course. Mm-hmm. So we have incredible music. Oh, we no were talking doubt. about uh, Joseph Martins uh, earlier before we started yes. the show. And, mm-hmm. you know, he helps us with the music. We have incredible people coming yes, and playing music. You guys music. have incredible and artists on, that And that's definitely. Fridays and Saturday nights. And it's just an incredible. It's such a comfortable, chill place. And let me say this. It is a super comfortable, chill place in the winter. Oh, yeah. When it's oh, cool yes, out, it we is. have a big, we have a mm-hmm. huge fire, fire pit, pit going. And oh, it's, yeah. And the bugs are gone, and it's cool, and the garage doors are open. Oh, and, it's just, and there's not a ton so, of people. It's, so oh, we, if, you don't want, if you don't want the big crowd... We're not Now's afraid the of the cold, so yeah. we'll. Yeah, I mean, this right sounds now. like the optimum time for me. Everyone's uh, different, but this is yeah. the optimum time for me for sure. We come all the time anyway, but we'll be there more in the colder times. Yeah, and the thing is, in the summer, we're you know okay. You know, one of our struggles is we're packed. Yep. in the summer. Yep. In the winter, we're not packed, and it is without a doubt a lovely part of the oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah. you guys because, also do like all oh. kinds of crazy stuff, like the snow and the. Well, we quit doing the snow. Now we got like a forty-foot Christmas tree. Oh we, my we, god, that's awesome! So and Halloween decorations oh, and yeah, Halloween. We're, Halloween's we're coming up. Oh yeah, up. Halloween party coming up. So, we're so one of the things that Angie and I talk about a lot with um, you know guests and friends on the show is during COVID, we've seen like a reoccurring theme that you know obviously COVID's been horrible, especially that first wave that kind of knocked us all sideways. But we've seen so many businesses born from COVID that, you know, where people lost their job or they, um, you know, their business went out of, you know, went, went under or whatever. And they were like, oh, what am I going to do? They started another business. And, and it turns out that the business that they started that's now very successful. Their for side every, gig. Yeah, their, or something. it was their passion. But it was their passion. Yeah. That was yeah. the thing. It's the thing they really wanted to do anyway. So, so many people that were at day in, day out jobs and. And then people had hobbies that were born from COVID because they're pinned up together. 
And I guess there was an interesting thing that I read on your site about your book, and that's that, you know, there were hobbies born, there's businesses born. But this book that you wrote that we really want to talk about is really almost like a movement that was born from COVID. Oh, man, I thought I just you actually read that. So I'm like, this is a perfect intro. I told you we do some research. I said this was a perfect (laughs) intro. He brought COVID into this damn thing. This is the birth of the book. But I but I love that it's it was called a movement born from COVID because, you know, the more we talk about the book that you've that you've put together, um, and the more people that were involved in the art that's in the book, let's break down exactly how it ties to COVID because I think this is incredibly interesting. Okay. So, so Dan, you understand I'm an engineer. Yes. Okay. So Which is why when you talk about how much you love art, I love it. Okay. Because so it sometimes <laughs> seems like opposite sides of the fence there. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think engineers are like multiple dimensional thinkers. I do and, too, but you're usually and, very sciencey. Art people are multiple dimensional thinkers. Yeah, and no doubt. So, uh, I th- so, so for me, it's just hand in hand, right? It's it is now now not every person's the same, but for me, there's it's just been my life. So now, what happened in the middle of COVID? You, you started to mention things were shut down, stuff was bad. Um, we, you know, we had our engineering group. We lost a lot of projects, and oh, yes. we were struggling. And and you know, the person I am is, not, I'm like, okay. I had clients calling me. What can we do? What should we do? And um, we decided to do a lot of research, and we started to write white papers on how to build buildings that were COVID resistant were like, like that were healthy buildings and awesome stuff. And so that got me really deep into worrying about how do we beat this, this terrible pandemic? Yeah. Because you start realizing and especially that phase of it, that this is changing the world. This is not something oh, yeah. we're mm-hmm. just going to come out of. Oh yeah. And so now, now remember one of my passions is art. One of Wakaiva Island's pillars is art. And so now I'm doing this research as an engineer about pandemics. I'm I'm researching Mm. pandemics because I'm trying to figure out how to design systems to for buildings to beat them. And I realize Oh, I didn't even think about that part of it being your job where you have to figure out, okay, how can people still work and this is where it comes from. And so now what happens is I start, I'm like, like, I'm looking at pandemics and looking at past history, and I realize the arts take a second seat to everybody worrying about dying. Of course. So what happens, you see this incredible flourishing art stuff going on in the history of, of the world, and when a pandemic kind of starts to flourish mm-hmm. and starts to become uh, a big deal... The arts kind of like like get, any natural disaster or whatever, yeah. yeah. Or people um, people quit worrying about arts, right? Yeah, because uh, I th- you know what I think it is. I think it's people. A lot of people consider art sort of a nicety, and I don't personally. But you know, some people don't think of it as a necessity. Yeah, and I do think it's a necessity. Um, it, but but I I'm guessing that's maybe where you're going is that. No, oh, it's deep. Yeah. So now what happens? My my daughter Ashley. Mm-hmm. Rose Weinog, who is actually the co-author yep. of the book. And when you look at the cover of the book, you see she's the co-author mm-hmm. of the book. So Ashley Rose, um, she does marketing and business development stuff. That's her job. She lives in Barcelona. 
Now, I say Barcelona because that is actually the proper way we've, to say it. We've talked it. about yes. this. <laughs> yeah, and now my wife gets upset at me because she says it's Barcelona. Barcelona. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, this you don't exact remember this conversation? conversation was I remember this episode. conversation. <laughs> what, with us or somebody else? With you guys. When oh, you, you guys. You were talking about Barcelona. Barcelona. Uh, okay. You were so, being Philly. So anyway, I was being <laughs> Philly. Philly little thing. But that's the way they say it over <laughs> there. So anyway, my daughter... My daughter helps me, kind of steers me sometimes, um, yeah, maybe many times. And uh, this whole COVID thing happens, and I've got this stuff going on in my engineering brain at work, right? right. That I just explained to you. Yeah. And at the same time, I am shutting down because I know this is a real deal. Yeah. Now, like my food, the guy that runs my food stuff out there, he's like, Bill, don't worry, it's going to be over within a couple of weeks. I'm like, dude, this is real. Oh, it's this, so funny you say that because some people, I think, have sort of a sense of when things are. And Angie, who never gets panicked or free, I like in our, you know between the two of us, you can surely guess that I'm the one where you know the house is on fire in my brain, you know, once a month, and she's like everything's fine. And she said maybe a week into it, this is bad. Yeah. I have a feeling this yeah. is going to be really bad. So that's where I was, and and so there are some people who are like, yeah, and like. I'm like, okay. And I'm a very optimistic person. Yeah. So for me to say that. Well, so are you. I think the same. I think I agree with you. But so now, but I'm like, okay, here's the deal. He, he's, you know, he's got a bunch of food. He's got this, he's got that. And I'm like, you don't understand. I am hunkering down. I am shutting everything down. So if you have food in your freezer, I'm turning the power off because I don't know how long this is going to last. And I'm, I have to make it through this thing. Yeah. And it might be a long deal. Yeah. And I said, so I'm shutting the power off. I'm I'm letting everybody go. I am I am locking the gate to the property. Everything is shut down. And um and that's where I was going. Yeah. I am shutting everything down. I am because if this goes on and on and on and on right. for years, it's unprecedented. I, we don't. Yeah, I want, you want to, to still. Survive. I yeah. want to survive. I don't want to lose my awesome Wakaba Island. Yeah, and and so now I'm telling my daughter who lives in Barcelona. She they're on super lockdown. They got hit bad over there. Yeah, the airport shut down. They're not even allowed out in the streets. And I'm saying, okay, Ashley, I'm shutting things down. And she goes, Dad, you you cannot do that. I'm like, no, I am shutting down. You She's were like, kind of taking the lead of what other countries were doing, though. So well, you, were, now, you were listening to that intuition is I'm, what it sounds like. I'm shutting down. And she says, Dad, you have to, as Wakaiva Island, stay relevant through this event. And, I and said, here's where the art comes in. And it? I said to her relevancy sounds like it's going to cost me money and I am not going to do that. That's the exact thing I said to her. But I I love where this is going. I am not going to spend money. And she goes, dad, we have to be relevant. I said, okay, you tell me what that means. And then we'll talk about it. You come up with a plan and you tell me what it is. And she came, she, then she went away. Her little we marketing brain. She is came like back with a little force. marketing brain and she came back and she <laughs> said, okay, here's the deal, dad. And another conversation down yeah. the road, she says, okay, here's what we got three programs we're going to do. One is going to be, one is going to be a program, a new music program. All the 
all the musicians are shut down. They can't play in the bars. Every All the bars are shut down. They can't make money. We are going to start a program for the musicians so that they can still make money. Well, hold on. It sounds like she's already talked you into staying open at this point. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, well, I'm closed. Not oh, open. Okay. They're just, shut they're down. just keeping shut the down. name. Yeah, well, you had to. Yeah. We're she, keeping the name Wakaiva Island still relevant relevancy. by providing oh. the stuff. She, oh, I got it. Okay. She says, we're going to start this thing called The Sounds of Wakaiva. The artists are going to get together in their backyards. We're going to set it up so we can stream the music we've and people watched, can join we've in. We've watched Atlantic Alibi oh doing this. Oh my God, this. we yeah. do have. So we're I didn't s- realize how this was born, though. That's how it. That's where. That's where mm-hmm. the sounds of Wakaiva came from. This was yep. one of Ashley's, like being relevant, mm-hmm. and and then we started tip buckets for the artists yep. so that people could Cash join app. in on music. Mm-hmm. And they could do a tip to the musicians. The musicians were doing it. It was good. You could live good. stream it. You and could tip online. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. I remember so that. we set all that up for the art for the artist for the musicians. Music artists, yeah. And Love and I'm that. like I'm like okay that's cool I said my daughter loves music she she used to work for RCA Records in New York City she she oh, wow. just, she worked for Red Bull she was moving into Red Bull Records and she just loves music so I'm like okay tag that's you you handle that Dale and then she said another run of the programs was an educational program in which we did a lot of education and I did that through uh, EXP about you know how to how to fight covid and how to actually mm. build you know build buildings that could could actually be immune we've built we designed immune systems but for like buildings. airflow and things like that oh, that are okay dude this is another program it's oh, a, yeah. like that's a five hour tell us program. in great detail how those buildings this, work no. <laughs> that's a five hour program and then uh. and then she says oh yeah and then there's this thing called the, the it's called the paint in now you got to remember the art programs we called were paint, paint out. outs yes yep. i was she wondering says, I- she says no it's going to be called the paint in i'm like well what in the, what in the hell is a paint in honey she goes well nobody can paint out because paint outs are painting outdoors mm-hmm. she says everybody has to paint in so it's the paint in so like i trademarked the word zero we actually trademarked the word paint in wow. so i own the word paint in that's hot that's pretty cool <laughs> And I said, okay. She says, everybody's got to paint indoors, and that's what the paint in's all about. I like, like it, though. It reminds it me of like a, a, a sit-in or a whatever. And so I said to her, okay, I really like art. Uh, tag, that's me. I got this one. You got okay. music. I got this one. My little sister, Joelle Laborde, she, we tagged her with we tagged her with the educational program and all that, which, by the way, you could Google, uh, I don't even know how you Google it, but jo- Joelle interviewed me many times about um, COVID and designing, you know, the educational side of things. And it's mm-hmm. on Google. Pretty cool interviews. It's with me doing the shit that we're doing here, though. Okay. So, you know. Gotcha. Um, More in depth, deep, though, on the deep, engineering Oh, side. really deep, stupid stuff. I okay. mean, this is what I do for my life. Interviews yeah. about deep, stupid stuff. Yep, got you it. got it. So now, <laughs> going full circle back to the paint in mm-hmm. so we hit then now i said okay i'll take this on now i actually ended up hiring my daughter ashley to be the director of the project my sister joelle actually helped us through all the she did all the edit editing for the book i i actually i love how you really keep it a true family affair it is a family affair my best friend, high school best friend, by the Mike, by the name of Michael Winter Mantle, who's a complete master. So masters are usually fo- and Michael, forgive me if you listen what, to this. Wait, what is he? 
Copley Society um, up in um, Boston. Uh-huh. It's a big art society. Oh, okay. 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 So Michael is a named Copley master. You know, most masters like Rembrandt, things like that, they're all like people you recognize as masters after they're gone. Uh-huh. Michael Wintermantle is a living master. He's cool. an incredible artist. So Michael's a very, very, very near dear friend of mine. We have a lot of really great friends that are artists, of course. Yeah. Well, I was going to uh, ask how you knew who to... to. I reached out to Michael. Oh, okay. So he's so the like, one who Michael, told you who to... Yeah. So Michael was my art editor So so in the book. So I'm like, Michael, you're the art editor. Joelle's the... She's the, uh, uh, she's the word editor. What do they call it? Copy editor or whatever. And um, so, yeah, this was kind of like an internal little project. Uh, and... Um, we just so then the question is what was the painting going to be? It wasn't a book yet. Yeah. Okay. And what I said was um, okay. I think we might be able to collect art from the fifty states, and everybody's like, "No, this is a world problem. You need to, you need to do this. Is this project's got to be about the world?" And I'm like, "Okay, I don't have the wherewithal." <laughs> to take on the world, but I might be able to take on the United States yeah, of America. You'd still be working on the book yeah. right now. If you, yeah, uh, of course. And and you got to understand, we because of all the art um, connections we have, we, we're, we're collectors, number one, but number two, we've run several art events for years and years and years and years. Yeah. We have so many incredible artist friends from around the country and actually the world. Um, that are just beautiful, beautiful people. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, a little backstory too. When Ashley tabled this idea and we said it was going to be a book, I reached out to many of my artist friends. I called them up and said, hey, what's going on? You know, what's going on in your life? And they're like, they, some of them were in tears yeah. saying, mm-hmm. we don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. Like uh, our we, paint out was the last one they did. And then the next year, our paint out was the first one they did. Yeah. At, for a whole year. Well, I think that goes back to philosophically, a lot of society, I would imagine that, that, that the majority of society considers art a luxury and that yeah. it's mm-hmm. something you don't have, you don't need during and, this. And, and these so, artists, it's their livelihood. They, and they need it. And, you know, and, and it's I something said, they need. but I feel like we all need it too. That's the beauty of this because I think if we ditch the arts in times of disaster, which I we mean, do, right? But that's, I mean, for, for people like me, I don't know how everyone feels, but without the arts, yeah, we do, I'm but, you. You know, but I, is, I do think a beautiful thing did happen though with people staying at home during COVID. Is I do feel like a lot of people did tap into those things that okay. they hadn't. So let so me long. say this. Yeah. As COVID lingered on, things changed for yeah. the arts. In the beginning, it was at panic. the beginning, yeah. mm-hmm. it was horrific. Panic shutdown. And everybody, yeah. nobody was doing it like I was doing. I was shutting down the Wakaiba yeah. Island. Yeah. I was turning the electricity off, which, yeah. by the way, I did. Um, you know, yeah, but it, part of that was too. I mean, if from the top to the bottom of society, everyone was sort of panicking like that, right? Yeah. So when, when I don't know if it was panic, like I, for me, I think you were just being a smart business yeah. owner. For I mean, me, I'm, I'm for me, there was no panic. Yeah, for me, I, mean, was, I, I was doing it too. So I don't know. It didn't really feel like panic. No. But in retrospect, it seems a little bit like that. It, it wasn't panic. It was okay. I need to maintain. Yeah. I need to. I. And, I, I 
I talk to my staff about this all the time. Yeah. I, I use the word hunker down. And preparedness, yeah. yeah. yeah like, be a, like a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Yep, which yeah. we do yeah. well. We do well for hurricanes. We sure. just did it with Ian. Yep. Yeah. But um, so anyway, moral of the story, I reached out some t- to many of our great artists, my, the best friends on the planet that are incredible artists, and they were in this this state of shock. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. It, and it totally convinced me that the paint in was a relevant project, something that was more than more than just about collecting art. Mm-hmm. It was more, it was about helping our artist friend. We, we created a new marketplace, an online marketplace where they could sell their art. Yeah. And then, and then it grew into this thing where, I said, can you imagine this? If you look at past pandemics and how arts took a backseat, can you imagine 50 years from now, an art history teacher telling her class, okay, we want to talk about how we paint passion today. Hmm. Okay, let me see. They go over to the library. They go like, oh. Here's this book, The Great American Painting, and they pull this book out and they open this book up and it's all about, it's all about this horrific, this horrific place that the world went through. Yeah. That we just mm-hmm. went through and we documented that historical event in this book through the eyes of the, the artist. artist. So can I Amazing. tell you, I, I literally have a line in my notes that says, this book is a view of the story of the pandemic in America through the eyes of the artists. Yep. Because, it, so so for clarity, all of these pieces of art were done, like this isn't from the catalog that these artists had. No. They all made these during the pandemic, yeah. right? Well, now, okay, so there's lots of stories. Yeah. And, and, and our, our vision for the book was incredible, the best artist in America. Every state, 50 states are represented. We collected over 350 pieces of art from 50 states. And the idea is the best artist in America, and it wasn't just the art. It was the story that came with the art. I was going to so, ask, like how, so you've, you've collected that much art from these people that are on board with this and they're excited about it. Um, how did you choose? Like, how oh. did you pick which pieces? Because what you want to put so everything in the book. First right? thing you was, wanted it to be a 350 page book. <laughs> no, we didn't know what it was going to be. The first thing was collecting the art. And so mm-hmm. our, our whole collection process was a worm process, word of mouth. We fired it out. Michael Wintermantle, an incredible artist, started the word of mouth campaign. And we had artists talk to artists, talk to artists, talk to artists. And, and it was kind of like a very low-key thing about, hey, there's this project going on in the art community. Mm-hmm. And it spread like wild, wildfire across America. And that was pretty cool. Now, there's, you know, after many, many months of collecting incredible arts and, and incredible stories, um, we had some gaps. And then we had to fill the gaps, you know, the gaps. Then, then we, you know, I said, okay, we, we got a gap here. We need to advertise. So then we'd advertise in art magazines and we did radio ads. We did, we did lots of, um, inter- art interviews. It was, a, there was a pretty big program. We spent a, a considerable amount of money trying to fill the gaps, you know, um, there were some places that were just easy, easy, the state of Florida, the state of New York, we had probably we had hundreds 
of folks that just jumped on board so, really quick. Yeah. And wow. So what what was the process of that? Like, Is, is that the yeah. juried exhibition thing? Okay. So what happened is we collected a lot of art. We collected a lot of stories. And then what I did, um, I'm sorry, I'm an engineer. So mm-hmm. I put together some math. A spreadsheet? I, you know, maybe kind of <laughs> like a spreadsheet. I wonder what no, those he's are. Like, he's like a spreadsheet? We never have those in yeah. our house. Yeah, so we put, <laughs> together, at me. we put together some math about, you know, who bubbled to the top. And, you know, obviously there were some folks that had um, that had rights. Yeah. Number one, Joelle Laborde, who was our, our copy editor, if she said this was the most incredible story ever and she voted it a number one, it, it got it. It had book. to make it. Yeah. Okay. And, and then Michael Wintermantle, who is an incredible, you know, American artist today. Uh, if he voted it a number one, it got in the book. There's no yeah. questions asked. Yeah, those those guys are your experts, well, yeah. You said something important though. I think the, um, the story side Story. The story side had as much to do with it as the art itself, right? Yep. I wonder if there's any that stood out to you. Is there a, a specific uh, art linked with the story that really like just so spoke I'm, to I'm you? I'm getting tears right now. There are there are some, and and there's a dedication page in the front of our in the front of the book that talks about several artists that actually that actually did art mm-hmm. and passed away from COVID. Oh, and wow. um, some of the art uh, was actually uh, families heard about this project and they oh. reached out to us and uh. said, there's one called Shut the Front Door. And it's kind of like this COVID thing coming through the front door. And and the whole story is about, you know, shut the door. Don't let that crap in, yeah. you know. Uh. And and this, this is an artist that passed away from COVID and you know, incredible, incredible, you know, moving, moving yeah. st- story. So did this oh, story yeah, come from the families? Is yes, that what you're that, saying? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because that artist had passed away, but it oh, was, wow. a, it was a COVID piece of artwork. It was actually a COVID freaking thing coming through the door. Right. Oh, literally in like, the painting. You, you, oh, wow. You'll, you'll see it in the book. You'll see it okay. in the book. Yeah. But, and then some of the art is, oh my God, it's just like, yeah, so I you was got looking this, through you got this story side, which yeah. some of the, like, like one of the stories is it's a John Lennon story. Okay. An artist said I was sitting in my studio and this COVID thing happened and I'm looking around the studio and I have no clue what going on. You could read the story. It's in the book. Um, God, is that the thing they say when you do a book? That's not, yeah, just yeah. read the book. You know? Yeah, just read the book. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and this isn't a book you just read. This is a, this is, you know, this is movement. This yeah. is something, mm-hmm. this is something that you can get emotional about. Sure. You know, when you, when you go through it, but. Isn't one of, that funny though, how, um, a piece of art or music, just the emotions that it yeah. evokes sometimes. And it's different for everybody because, yeah. yeah. you know, a piece yeah. of art you might look, look at might move you a certain way is where I'm looking at a couple lines and a couple dots on a page. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and it's just, it's just so but, interesting. But I this think, is where this art book is different because yeah. you got to read these stories. Yeah. I, and I got to say this real quick, the little John Lennon one, this artist sits down in a studio, and this is a standard deal for artists when they when they're studio artists. They got art they started ten years ago, and it's just scattered all around their studio. Sounds like writers. Mm-hmm. It's just it is it's they they got these incredible creative brains, and they start something or other, and it and they lose the movement, and they throw it in the corner. And there's a there's a pencil piece of a of a gal. 
in the book, uh, and he talks about how this happened, and he pulled this up, and he said, you know, I was looking through this stuff that I had scattered in my gallery, and I started thinking about, like, the John Lennon song, you know, about the candle and the light. And, and, and so he said, oh, he grabbed this piece, and he painted in a candle, this girl looking in a light about hope. You know, I saw that one. Yeah. yeah. So it was already started, but it, it, oh, it was sat in his gallery for oh, two, three years. Wow. And you, you know, it was like there two years and then he but grabbed something it. Something else inspired and him. Then, and then, and then COVID inspired him to add this thing and turn it into this story about hope. You know, so this and, is where I'll get all metaphysical and, and say maybe the, it was always waiting for that. Might be. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. that's, uh, so. You ask, how did these guys get in the book? We collected a lot of art, and and obviously we couldn't put it all in the book. So we had a couple. We had a couple of ways that they just got in. Number ones, and then there was a panel, which uh, you know included me and some other friends and uh, that are art people. Yeah. And we all voted, and then the, and and then what we did is we segregated the book into sections. There's seascapes. There's birds. There, you know, we had the Audubon folks wrote a front end for the bird section, and we categorizing. Yeah, we, we had different categories, and then we had all the states we had to cover. So we had to cover the states. We had mm-hmm. to cover. Uh, we had to cover diversity, which actually, is, is, you know, the true story is covering diversity was a struggle. Really, um, and us. I would think in the art community that would be easy. It wasn't because really? I don't know. I think our channels, you know, our Depends. channels where we collected art were certain channels. Yeah, okay. and 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 then we we didn't have a lot of Spanish work. We didn't have a lot, lot of Black American work. Mm. And I'm like, we can't do an art history book about COVID and leave a gap. Yeah. And so we spent a considerable amount of effort and money to try to fill in our gaps. To make sure, yeah, you've got the perspective culturally of all of America. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were trying to express what was happening in America. And I had a big hole. The hole wasn't because there wasn't an incredible art community. It was finding them. It was because our channels were just focused with maybe whatever, yeah, yeah, whoever. However, we we didn't get into those other channels, so we had to figure out a way to get into those channels. And I'm like, okay, we're like, okay, we're done with the book. I'm like, we're not done with the book. We 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 have to keep collecting work. And they're like, no, we can't. We we're done. We. COVID's going to be over with. I'm like, don't worry about Doesn't COVID. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't worry about COVID <laughs> being book. over with. Yeah. This is, we're, we're actually, we're actually putting together an art history book. We yeah. cannot have a big gap. Cause you're trying book. to rush. Yeah. We're not going to have a big gap. Yeah, you in the need book. to represent all yeah. of you know the different viewpoints. Yes, of, we from, from an And artist. I tell you what, we have collected some incredible work and from you know, all those gaps. You know what I love too is how you said you guys put on this. You put basically an online gallery, right? Yep, and we did. Uh, so many of those pieces of art have sold on that they gallery. Did. So they you did. are keeping these artists working. You're keeping them, you know, kind of like not in that funk that they maybe were in the beginning and, you know, keep creating like, you know, through the whole pandemic and it kept you busy. 
during the pandemic. Well, I didn't need it, to be busy, but well, I, I made myself busy. But well, uh, it, it kept art kind yeah, of alive no, it and, did. and kept it, you guys doing did. the paint but out, I, but in a different way. I got to tell you, full you know, full circle. Um, I, I I tell you, our friends who we stay in touch with, our artist friends who we stay in touch with, it was horrific at the beginning. But uh, for I would say most of them, what happened is the world just came around, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the world. I, you know, they, they don't give up on art. We, I mean, there's people that you said this, it's, it doesn't end. It's really so important. It is so important. Yeah. Yeah. It dipped for a very, very short time when this whole project was envisioned and fired up. And it dipped. And also I think what happened during 2020 is a lot of people started, um, realizing that creative side that they, you know, started becoming more involved in art and I think what it has done too is it's made people realize that is an important thing. I was going to say. And now they're focusing on that yeah, more. Yeah, I, I totally mm-hmm. agree. I think what, from my perspective, what's happened is we started with just trying to survive when this whole thing got crazy. Yeah. And yeah. then I think we all realized that. We need to live. We, well, we slow yeah. down and focus on what's really important to us. Is it mm-hmm. just being alive or is it focusing on the things that. Because I, you know, I feel like without art, it, the value of life is diminished. Yeah, I agree. So, so you know, but, but art, art is such an important part of my and life. And artists so are going to paint yeah. anyway. Yeah. By the way, I feel like artists were going to keep creating through it, even if they couldn't sell it, because that's their way of expressing life. But and, this, yeah. this was an amazing way to, you know, for them to get exposure. No doubt. During this whole thing, well, including the music, the art, everything that you guys did for. The things that you really love. Yeah. I mean, and you just kind of kept it alive okay, and but, you kept so, relevant. But let me piggyback on that for a second, because you, when you talk about that, you, didn't this become part of like a traveling exhibition for a while? Oh, we did. Yeah, we started uh, traveling shows. We actually, there's an art gallery in New York. We actually, uh, we put together a, we, we bought a frame, flat screen TV. We bought a couple of those and we spot, we made easels and we made these little art exhibits and we put them in art galleries and, oh, cool. and it was kind of like people would walk by the street and they'd look in this art gallery and they'd see this thing and it was kind of cool. So yeah, we have, we, we, and the idea was we we're going to have a whole bunch of traveling exhibits. We're going to put them around yeah. America. But you didn't know, I just wonder, was it always going to be a book? And yeah, yeah, it always, it, it started out. Um, you know, when we first started out, didn't know what it was when Ashley talked about it being the, the, the paint in. Yeah. And then we moved it to, we moved it to the great American paint in, yeah. um, real quick, it became an art history project. Yeah. Um, real quick. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, and yeah. Did you know it was going to be like a sort of a traveling exhibition or no. that came no. after the book idea? Yeah. So the traveling, the traveling exhibition was just about, we started collecting some really cool art. You started really seeing cool the scope pieces. of this thing. Yeah. And then we said, let's just, let's just get this story out there. Now that didn't really blow up as big as I wanted it to. I was thinking there'd be like five, six of these going all over America. I bet if the book and, came out first, it would have though. Yeah. But, oh, the book, getting a book published was another story. Now you're a published oh, yeah. man. Yes. I am a self-published man. He self-published as well. uh, 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 Okay. So you're a published man. So now what happened was we took, now this is another whole uh, phase, another Mm -hmm. phase of the project. Now my sister, Joelle Laborde, who's our copy editor, 
she took it on the road to try to sell it to publishers. Yes. So now we're trying mm-hmm. to get a publisher to say, yeah, we want to do this book. And and all the publishers, every publisher she talked to said, my God, what an incredible project. This is probably one of the best projects we have ever seen. But no, thank you. Yes. It sounds like pitching a script. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And we I'm pitched. sure somebody will want it. Yeah. We pitched and we pitched oh. and we pitched and we pitched. Now you got to understand we pitched art. We, we didn't want to pitch it to any publisher. Yeah. We were, we were, we, you were being we, particular. Our particular was we wanted to, to be an art book publisher. Yeah, yeah, of course. We wanted it to be high quality graphics. We wanted it because it's an art history book. We you also did. wanted to be advertised in the right circles too, right? And we wanted it to be, Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it, everybody was telling me we had to self-publish. Yeah. You just got to self-publish. That's the only way you're going to get to I don't want to self-publish. I don't. Okay. I want to, selfishly, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to put a period after this part of my life. Of course. And let it go. If I'm self-publishing, I'm not letting it go. He's going to linger on. Simon and Schuster won't stop calling me, so you never know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I, and I just needed to just, you know, it, it was an expensive part of my life and it was an expensive part of my life in the middle of COVID. But was it worth it? When my bar was shut down and I wasn't making any money. Yeah. And now, sure, I'm still doing engineering stuff, but my God, I'm on the edge of the engineering company struggling, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, okay. Feels like I, it's unraveling, maybe. I need to get this behind me. Right. I probably spent on this project well over a quarter of a million dollars. Wow. So please buy the book. No, it's okay. It's an art history book. Of course. It's my gift to the world. Yeah. Swear to but, God. But, but and I believe That's you. That's what I'm saying. I, I believe it you was, sincerely. It was, I, I don't think you went into this project, Bill. No. Thinking, I want to make a lot of no. money from this. That's not what it no. was. It was a passion project. You can yeah. totally tell that. Totally. It, was yes. ha- it was something to help you support yes. your local um, artist community that you love so well, much. No, local. And, 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 yeah. it's, a big, national, it's a big deal. National. It's yeah. a big deal. But, but And I, I agree with what Angie said, and it comes through. You can tell. you're such a big deal <laughs> yeah you can tell just the way you talk about it that that it's that it's so important to you but but i want to hear the rest of how you went through the publishing because you you know you shopped it everywhere and it wasn't going and then so what did you do so we had one publisher in london who actually was our the publisher we selected to publish the book um i had the fancy to I, london london Fancy. And they're, they're, they do art history books and they actually market art history books. They put art history, they put art books in art galleries. This is what they do. It's a big deal. It's a, it's a big deal for them. I said that several you times. You said tonight. you're a big deal. No, I never said I was deal. a big deal. You did. I always I said, I said I it, it, you read back, you go Roll back. It. Hold on. Let me yell the engineer. Roll that back. Roll that back. Roll oh that God. back. Oh. It will say it is a big deal. I never said I was a big deal, <laughs> but let me say this. So. I actually, um, I we actually engaged the publisher, and I paid for them to publish it. Yeah, yeah, and that and that was part of my quarter million ish that I put into this project. And so you, you know, basically self funded the publishing. Of the, I yeah. I did. Yeah. 
But I feel like it's going to be worth it. I do in, too. In, well, you know, in, again, it's in, not, it's, I'm not going to make money off it. No, and it's going to be worth it in the long run because like you said, it's a it's an art history book. It is. So in the future, you know, it 20, is. 30, 50 years from yep. now, this will be one of the books that artists, you know, that, yep. you know, college classes teach and say, look at this amazing book that was made. I hope. In this, during this pandemic from I an hope. art lover. Yep. You know. I hope. It yeah. will be. It yeah. will be definitely. So I, I hope. And that's and that's what drove us. And you, and and here's the weird thing is because, you know, we were not fretting, but we understood if we handed it off to a publisher, it would be different. Yeah. You know, we, we picked a cover artist. We, we said how the art was going to be arranged in the book. We had chapters in the book. We had, we had, like I said, we had a Audubon write the front end of the chapter about yeah. the birds. And we had so, and, and I tell you what, I reached out to my sister, Joelle, reached out to Felchy because I wanted Felchy to run write the front end of the book, the forward of the book. And, and he said, he said, no, I can't do that. You know, and I'm like, yeah, you could do that. Just do it. And so, but so, you know, in my mind, it was a really big deal. Excuse yeah, me. It's a big but, deal. Um, you know, and it is. And, and what happened was the way we had organized it and all that, because we paid to have it published. That's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking we were going to hand all this incredible incredible content over to a publisher and they were going to morph it into something but that you know better. What? But this better. is something to consider though. And I, I, I say this from the perspective of an author. There's so many stories that I have read of such major explosive successes that got turned down by everyone. So mm-hmm. the, your, the passion that you have for this project is, is reminiscent of some of those stories that you hear where they just knew it's a big thing. This isn't about you. This is about the art. It's about the story behind the art. And yeah. you know it's a big thing, even if big companies have trouble investing in it, you know, because that's what they do all the math. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like you're going to see success from this. But Well, but, yeah. And, and so success from this. OK, people measure success and money sure no I, no a no, no, different no, I'm way saying, I'm, I'm saying, saying, I'm saying people, so, people do though I mean yeah. generally people so, do yeah. so I am I am I never that's not what you're saying yeah. yeah so success to me has nothing to do with making money now right. I'll, I'll make like your book you get a royalty out of your book and making like, millions you're making millions, <laughs> millions. That's, I'm, I'm sitting in this incredible studio I'm I can tell you. somebody's making money so we, we literally have studio. 15 Look minutes at, left because oh, my pilot shit. has texted us like three times so we What's gotta get to the airport yeah we're flying to are Italy. you going somewhere tonight mm-hmm. Italy yeah we're going to Italy no breakfast. get out of yeah. here right. we are we oh are. my god okay let's button this up okay we'll take, real quick we'll take you with us so let me, okay. let me just plug let me just plug the book signing so you're not going to be so, at the book signing you're going to be in Italy so no we'll be back by then because uh, and I just want to say for our listeners because we have so, a jet a private one so this one. comes out on a, are this, you really going to Italy this in about 20 minutes <laughs> oh um, my god but this episode comes out on the Monday the 24th when you guys will be listening to this the the book launch the uh Book launch party is in two days. It's on the 26th, right? No. No, it's, it's on, on eleven one. Oh, no. The actual release of the book is on the 26th. Yes. yes the release yeah. of the book. But yeah. we are at Gallery Zero. Zero. Did I say that right? You did. Zero. Yeah. Um, on November 1st, they're yeah. actually doing the book, the launch. Like so the you, pa- can, launch you can party. get the book before the launch party. Oh, you can. 
But the cool thing is we have some artists coming in. The cover artist is going to be there. Michael Wintermantle is going to be there. My uh, my, my copy editor, Joel Lord Laborde is going to be there. We're actually flying in my co-author, uh, Ashley Weinog from Barcelona. Barcelona. She's going to be there. Dan and Angie so, will be there. Uh, Dan and Angie After are we there, get back from Italy. That would be cool as crap. But on, <laughs> on, on the first... We are going to have a, a, a little get together and we have a lot of books that, you know, obviously I bought a bunch of books. We're going to sell them in our art gallery. We're not actually, we're going to be in the art gallery, but they're also going to be in, uh, they're also going to be in the Tutiata General Store at Wakaiva mm-hmm. Island. Where they're going to be signing as well, right? Oh, so we have artists signing books. Uh, Ashley Rose and myself will be signing the books as the author. Um, my, my sister Joelle is the, as the copy editor is going to be there, so we're going to oh, this is going to be, and so we're going to have fun, and we're going to have books, and the book is pretty beautiful. Well, so it that's all the beautiful. more reason to wait it to buy beautiful. it. And yes, you could buy it on the twenty sixth, but it's all the more reason to wait until the first because yeah. you can buy it at the Come. event, get yeah. it signed by the authors, enjoy the event, enjoy Wekaiva Island. How much is it to come to the event? I think it's free. It is free. That was it, a setup for you to I knock do, out of the yes. bar. <laughs> well, it is free, but I do believe that you would like an RSVP. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank um, you. You can find that on Facebook. You can go to Wakaiva Island and find that on the um, events page. So we actually have a Facebook event page for yeah. this event. And, and yes, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, because... You know, You'd like it, to get an idea of the amount of people because coming. we mm-hmm. want to have some. I actually, it's the end of this incredible project that I've invested dearly in, mm-hmm. a lot of time, a lot of money. Um, but the thing is, we we absolutely w- want to know how many folks are going to be there because it's going to be good. We're going to yeah. have we're going to have food. We're going to have drinks. It's just going to be an awesome little place. And for those of you that are listening, and most of you are because it's audio only now. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes that you can just click that'll go straight to the RSVP so you can Good. tell Bill Thank and you. Mary whether or not you're coming. We will and, definitely be there. And come and it's and uh let me say, what else can I say about it? It's just gonna be It's November first from November 1st. four PM to seven PM. Please give an RSVP so that they know that you are coming. We'd love to get an idea of how many people are gonna be there just so you know to make sure you have preparations for the crowds of people that are going to be swarming in, but well, um, just amazing a way to support your local community, a local author, Bill Weinog and here, here. Ashley Weinog, who's coming from Barcelona yeah. and I local, right. <laughs> local artists from all over the country. Yes. You know? That's right. Yes. So, and I'm, and I'm excited about it and you know, and it's the end of this beautiful little project, but it is the beginning of this incredible legacy that we, that we leave for you know all Future mankind forever. and yeah. and i love that word that you said legacy because i yeah. think that's definitely what you're leaving bill that's what it is i love it i think it's Thank very important so and i'm glad you did this and yeah. we're definitely going to come we're definitely going to get yep. a copy of the book and uh and get okay all of our so signatures let me in it. let me plug one other thing so all, all you listeners i'm sorry out bill there, we're out of time oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. so but all you listeners out there if you could let if you could let uh you know fine and dangy know that you do want to hear more from Bill and Mary Weinog. Uh, I, I promise the next time we won't drink as much wine and my wife will participate. I can't promise awesome. that at all. But if you do want to hear, if you want to let us know, if you want to hear, hear Bill and Mary again on the show, you can email us, as yes. always, at contact at com. That's D-A-N-J-E-E dot com. 
And that's going to be cool because I really, this is the second time I did this with you guys. Yes, you yeah. did. And this is probably the funnest thing I do in my life. I've, I've only oh had Oh my gosh, years. that makes oh. us I wanna, feel really I wanna, good. I want to do it again. I really want to do well, it again. What's We're gonna next find time? What's we can next have, time? We, we can have a reoccurring theme with you guys. You have Dude, so much to I'm talk in. about, so much going on. Well, we already said, next we time Mary will have to talk a little more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're We're gonna gonna talk about, let's talk about water next time. Hey, yep. but let me ask you this. is uh, When you talk to all your other guests, are they? is it as comfortable as it is talking to us? I mean... Oh, darn it. You're going to say yes. Just say no. Just tell them no. Yeah, just say no. No, I so mean, all the other guys, can, can I be forgive honest? me. Can we I be love honest? you guys, if, so if we're am, very comfortable right. with if you. Right. If I'm honest, we're very comfortable with people. That's why we like doing this. But you guys are like family to yeah, us, really. Yeah, that's true. So. That's what sucks. We're like, we, I've known I've known you guys forever, my entire well, life. Well, you've known so. him yes. forever. You haven't yeah. known me yeah. for that long. I mean, but I've I feel been, like I've, I've, I've been with you I lumped you in with him. For those of you that don't know, Bill and I work at the same day job at the engineering firm. And I've been there for almost 30 years now. That's a long time for us. I've been there longer. Well, I'm sure you have. You started it. Yeah. But Bill, back to what you said, you know, I feel like you are a people person. You love to talk to people. We're, yes, indeed. I'm the same way. Yeah. Dan's the same. We love to talk to people. We just like to hear people's stories and what they're doing. And I feel like, you know, we used to be very scripted, like in our questions for an interview. And it took kind of the realness out of it. Now like, we this put is a couple how bullet would, items. This is how I would talk to you if I met you and you just told me that you just started this book. Like, this is how I would talk yeah. to you. So I want... I want it to be like a real conversation we would have if I met you and I want to hear about your business or your or your art or your music or your nonprofit that you have. I really want to hear it and I want to be absorbed in it when we're talking. Yeah. Okay, cool. And the neat thing is this is going to have to be a recurring thing because you're moving your studio soon to uh, the uh, Wakaiva Island Man Cave. So oh, I love that idea. That. I love that That's idea. And really hey, even idea. when we move it to North Carolina, we can have you guys up there too. Oh, could, dude, you could do amazing. it. You could come over to Tennessee and hang out in my we log sure cabin can. in Tennessee. Absolutely. Right. Love hey, I love you guys. Uh, love you tons. And I love your listeners too. So come on <laughs> out. So 11 1 Wakaiva Island book signing. Sign up. Sign yes. up, and we'll put RSVP, all the links. Baby. We'll put all the Good. links in the show notes on the YouTube video and all. And also, as always, and thank you, Bill we, and Mary. We appreciate it very yeah, much. Mary, we love you, you rocked guys. it tonight. You rocked, yes. baby. Indeed. I love you. And as always, we want to thank our listeners, like we always do. As you may have noticed, we've backed off on doing the YouTube video interviews, but we're going to be doing a lot of YouTube videos for local businesses in the businesses, little promos and commercials and things like that. And we also want to remind you that we do have a Patreon. So if you're interested in helping to support the show, and I'm looking at the camera again. That's we have not no even camera on. anymore. But you can <laughs> I'm click. so used to it. Yeah, but Dan has all the um, all of those links below. Yep. So you'll be able to find um, links to Wakaiva Island, to the event coming up, like anything As that always. we talked about As in always. in the podcast. You can just click the little link and it'll take you right there. And guys, remember at the end of each and every day. It's, it's all, all fine and dangy. We got to do that again. Ready? Woo-hoo. It's all fine. Wait, am I starting from the very beginning? Wait, am I supposed to join in with you? you? Yes, you can. To. Okay, here we go. And guys, thank you so much for listening. And remember, at the hey, wait, end wait, wait, of- Wait, 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 wait. I like how you point when you say <laughs> in, guys. And guys, thank you so much for listening. And remember, at the end of each and every day, it's, it's all fine and dangy. Bill's just got that voice. Sing this for me real quick. I've got that boom ba doom boom boom ba doom I don't know that song. I don't know that song. Hey, love you guys. Here, here.